The final section of five of Tanya is Kuntras Acharon. It's not really a homogenous. It's very much different essays on different points, and it's a work that's described as a work based on certain chapters, which Rabbi Shneur Zalman wrote when he composed the first part of Tanya Lekuti Amarim. And it discusses and consists of profound discussions and insights in the passages of Zohar, Eitzchayim, and Pre-Eitzchayim, which appear to contradict one another, and in his wisdom, Rabbi Shneur Zalman resolves each passage according to its context, as explained in the Kuti Amarim. But that's only part of Kuntras Acharon. Close to half of the essays are quite unconnected with matters discussed in Tanya or Zohar or any of those books, and seem to be like almost independent and actually would be more appropriate to be grouped with Igeris HaKodesh, the letters that we learned till now. But regardless, that's the way that Tanya set up. Now the first essay, which we learned today, is how does a Jew become connected with supernal wisdom by reading the narratives of Torah? That's what it addresses, number one. B, what is meant by the statement of the Zohar that says, thought accomplishes nothing? Meaning that if one merely thinks about words of Torah but does not articulate them vocally, he does not affect a arousal from below. In other words, he doesn't do the initiation from the below to elicit no arousal from above. As to question A, we can readily understand how when a Jew studies the reasoning and laws of Torah, they're connected with supernal wisdom, for the Torah is Hashem's will and wisdom. But what of the narrative passages? Stories. True enough, in addition to their truth as narrative, these passages of course, simultaneously allude to spiritual truths in the higher worlds. But if a reader knows nothing of this beyond a simple story, how is he connected to supernal wisdom? By learning a story about Avram and Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, as in this week's Pasha, how do we connect to anything? Rabbi Shneur Zalman answers this by quoting the book Sefer HaKavanot, the book of, in- of intention and meditation, by the Arizal, who states that at the very same moment which a Jew is engaged in Torah in this world, the likeness of the supernal man above, Adam HaElyon, the source of the soul of each Jew, is also engaged in Torah. The source of this individual soul is thus bound up with supernal wisdom. Now, this applies when this individual simply meditates upon words of Torah in silence. However, when he actually verbalizes them, then the sound of these words pierce the heavens and go up to the spiritual level to which that sound is related, meaning the level which matches the level of service of the persons involved. If they're a tzaddik and they have no independent will, but rather simply like a chariot, they wait to be steered by the rider, then the sound of the Torah study rises to atzilut. If he serves Hashem with intellectual generated love, then he goes to the world of intellectualism, Bria. If he does it with love and awe of Hashem, then he grows to the world of Yitzirah. Now, for question B, regarding the inability of unvoiced thought to elicit an illumination from above, Rabbi Zaman explains that it is nevertheless expressly thought that can elevate one's Torah and study 
to the higher realms. However, it obviously needs v verbalization. So it's this paradox of the power of intention, which we've spoken about in the past, versus the power of word, and each one is necessary. As Rabbi, the, the Zohar says that you need deed and speech. And at the same time, Rabbi Zalman says that you need meditation. And the, the, con the contradiction is explained by, by Rabbi Zalman's words. It says it's true that the Zohar teaches that thought alone cannot draw down the flow of a divine light. That is why even when one serves Hashem with love and fear through spiritual toil of the soul, he will not have accomplished his obligation to perform the mitzvah unless they find simultaneous expression in deeds and action for the soul descended into this world in order to draw down light. And it's only through deed and speech that we draw down the light. However, when it comes to the separate task of elevating one's Torah, of bringing up, of elevating the Torah study and performance of the commandments, this is accomplished specifically by meditation.